You're listening to The Bunker New York, live on RBMA Radio. Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on RBMA Radio. I'm your host, Brian Kasnick, and today we have very special guests, Romans, in the studio. They're going to be doing a live, I believe these guys play acid techno. Romans is Tin Man and Gunnar Haslam, who refuses to tell us how to pronounce his name. Um, in addition to being on the show today, they're doing a brief tour of the U.S. They're playing in Flash, D.C., tomorrow night, and then they're playing at the Bunker 14-year anniversary at Shemansky on Saturday, alongside Mike Servito, Derek Plezleko, Patrick Russell, and myself. In the second room, uh, Wrecked, our very good friends, and Justin Cudmore and Antennas, who both have tracks coming soon on the Bunker New York. Um, you know, play you some music, some tracks from Romans, Tin Man, and Gunnar Haslam for a bit, and then they're going to join us for a live set in about half an hour. The track you're hearing right now is Delminium, off of the first Romans EP on the Bunker, uh, is that two years ago? 2014? I guess, 15? Anyways, it was their first release. It was the Bunker number 12. There's only, I think we only have a couple copies of that sitting in our band camp, and then that one's gone worldwide. They also just released an album on the Bunker last month, and we'll be hearing plenty of tracks from that later on. This is The Bunker New York on RBMA Radio.
Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on RBMA Radio. Uh, just to read back a couple tracks, this last one that's finishing up now is Justin Cudmore, Sweet Fantasy. Justin just dropped by the studio with Servito, so we've got the whole Hot Mix crew here. That one is upcoming on The Bunker New York in a month or so. And uh, before that, Gunnar Haslam, Scale No Flam, uh, also upcoming on The Bunker New York in the next month or so. Uh, more info about those soon and uh next i'm gonna play uh one of my favorite tin man tracks which is actually a remix from donato dazi good friend of the bunker as you all know label artist and let's see we've got about 15 minutes until the live set here very psyched for that a lot of hardware set up in the studio guys are pumped to play you're listening to the bunker new york on rbma radio
Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on RBMA Radio. Uh, that last track was Cassegrain and Tin Man, Polyacid Blue, off of a semi-recent uh, compilation on infrastructure in New York. Tin Man, always collabing it up. And um, yeah, we've got Romans in the studio now to do a live set for the next hour or so. So stay tuned for that. This is, we're about to go live in the studio with Romans on the Bunker New York on RBMA Radio. Red Bull Music Academy Radio.
Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on RBMA Radio. Just finishing up the live set here from Romans, Gunnar Haslam, and Tin Man. Thanks a lot, guys. That was awesome. And um, as we talk here, we're going to play some tracks from the Romans LP. Why do I always forget the, which, which record is called which? Valer Odd. Valere Aude. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce anything associated with this project on my label. I'm not even sure the artists do or care. If they do, they're not. They're they're not saying. Um, so this album came out in early December. You can grab it on our Bandcamp. Listen to previews. Um, it's on YouTube, Spotify, record stores worldwide. Um, usually start the interview by asking about. Uh, we have a lot of gear interest in our demographic uh what what are you what did you guys perform on i noticed there's there's not a laptop or a computer in sight here so we have a tb303 a tt303 and a tb03 all different versions of the acid machine from roland um, i see one says made in thailand on it yeah that's one of the um newer knockoffs and then besides that, um, on my side, I, I just have an effects unit and a TR-8 drum machine and a little ring modulator effect. And I've got a Eurorack modular rig full of uh, sequencers and oscillators and all sorts of fun little bits. And uh, NMFB Taunt Spare, um, which is a drum machine and also uh, a Eurorack sequencer. Um, it's kind of how uh, I have the Eurorack speak to everything else. Okay. And is your setup here, this is the setup you're using when you play live club gigs, I imagine? I think it always changes, the setup. I mean, the, the modular never leaves. There's always uh, two to three 303s. Um, yeah, we have been recently, we played some shows in Europe and we were trying some different things out. Uh, but I mean, this is sort of representative of what we play with, which is kind of a lot of monophonic machines that you can just jam with. No polysense. No polysense, no laptops. Um, is your studio process and studio setup similar to the live process and setup or is that a different beast once you get in the studio and perhaps have access to machines you don't want to bring out jeez that was that was servito moving the basket of chips <laughs> the third member of romans over there tin men <laughs> um yeah i mean in the studio we have uh we're able to use some things that uh, are a little precarious to bring out. Um, I think most of our tracks have an 808 as sort of the uh, sort of the central brain of the operation, um, and usually a couple SH-101s as well. Um, if possible, we try to use those in our live gigs, but uh, those are a bit more fragile than a lot of what we have. Um, and we can replicate some of what 
those do um, with the machines we have here. So how do you get from these? I mean, I personally don't hear a huge difference between like the finished tracks and just when you guys are playing live, which seems way more jammy. So how like how does how does that differ? Or is that I mean, are the records basically well you just jam and then Yeah. Kind of <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> pretty that's much. pretty much it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. The studio we have more machines, but the process is really similar to our live set. So we'll start out and just play around with an idea, have something running for twenty minutes and sort of try out a bunch of things and then once it starts coming together, then we just hit record. Also, we never even stop. We just like jam until something happens. And then once it's coming together, then we hit record and um, jam it out for like 10, 15 minutes and edit afterwards. I mean, it seems to be a really productive process because I remember um, when the three of us did shows together, some bunker showcases in February, we did Berghain and Concrete, first weekend and then the second weekend we played in London and I hadn't seen you guys in I don't know five or six days or something and you're like yeah we've got like I don't know 14 to 15 new tracks or something um yeah I've, I've been doing a lot of collaboration work recently and this is the the one collaboration where things move extremely fast because we work in a similar way in the studio I think just in terms of decision making too, we're kind of on the same wavelength, so we can really bang things out pretty quickly. Not all of it good, but you know, if you do a lot, <laughs> then eventually you get a couple winners. So. <laughs> good ones. So Gunnar, do you guys work together more in Johannes's studio in Vienna, or do you work in your studio in Brooklyn together, or all of well, the above, or do you guys do perhaps? Did you ever have any tracks that are actually collaborations of? sending files back and forth or do you always want to be in the same room when you're making yeah there, there's nothing that's ever sent back and forth um everything is just recorded you know in the studio and then edited and we always leave the editing to one of us afterwards because having two people sit in front of a computer is kind of the worst way to make music it's kind um, of a waste of resources in a way too. yeah when we when we're together we like to focus on just making the music and the creative part and then leave the editing uh, afterwards. Um, I think on Ambulare Aude and then Valere Aude, both of those featured a lot of, a handful of things recorded in Vienna and a handful of things recorded here in New York. Um, recently though, it's been primarily at Johannes's place in Vienna. Um, it's nice for me to get over there and spend a week uh, in Vienna a couple times a year um, and bring the live stuff and just kind of we can tend to be we, we just are really productive in his studio yeah and I mean you're both touring quite a bit as solo artist and Tin Man I think with your touring as some of your other you tour with Cassegrain some and I've been playing a lot with Cassegrain lately yeah cool mm -hmm. so it puts you on the same continent pretty often for two people who live on reasonably often yeah yeah so you mentioned some shows in europe earlier where uh where did you guys play on the most recent ja uh we, jaunt we played at kaiku in helsinki um which was a lot of fun i really love that club um 
and then we played at iBoat in Bordeaux and Nizza in Barcelona. All of those were a lot of fun and all of them were very different, the live sets. The, the nice thing is, yeah, since we don't plan anything, every live set kind of takes on its own, I don't know, it just is able to respond to what the environment is very easily. Yeah, I mean, I think as somebody who was just there as like an audience member for the tour in February, they all, those three sets, I mean, it was clearly the same artist playing all three sets, but they're not the same songs or maybe some of the same ideas. And in the live set that you guys just performed on the show, I mean, I've heard quite a bit of unreleased, finished Roman's material, and of course everything that's been released, and I don't, I mean, I'm not sure I recognized you're not playing any of those songs live, mm, really. No, I <laughs> no. <laughs> we don't play our own material. Yeah, <laughs> it's all covers. It's all it's all Mika Vanio covers. Right. Well, speaking of that, you guys did a mix recently of all Mika Vanio tracks, so that's clearly like a key shared influence. Are there other any other figure? I mean, I, I hate asking people like, what are your influences? But as a duo, do you have other like shared super key influences that you think lend to the sound? I mean, for me, it's not so much a sound, but process. I mean, of course, I'm gonna say Autoker, but the fact that they, you know, they they do something very similar to our to us, in which they, you know, every show that they do is completely you know, different and completely um, flexible and they're able to change it um, depending on wherever they are. And, you know, they're playing completely off software and we're doing everything off hardware. Um, and obviously, you know, we're playing in clubs and, and they are doing something quite a bit different. Concerts in the dark room. Yeah, yeah. But um, <clears throat> for me, that's always been an inspiration um, just in the way that they're able to um, let the creative process kind of just keep flowing yeah i mean i understand that they also are super productive in the studio and that us as fans are probably only hearing yeah a sure. small fraction of what they're coming up with and perhaps i think similar i mean you guys you just go into the studio and you're just recording you're not like this is an ep for the bunker this is an album it's just kind of yeah i mean we that, just those decisions come we were later yeah i mean the I don't want to speak necessarily for Johannes for how he does things on his own, but uh, at least for the Romans things, I, I do it the same way I do with my solo stuff, which is I just, you know, make the music. And then after I've lived with it for a little bit, I decide if it's any good. And then if I like, if I end up, if I think it's actually something worth other people hearing, then figure out maybe where it should go what the context is for that. Yeah. Do you have like key collaborators that you talk to about those decisions? Like perhaps which track should end up on a 12 inch or an album or is that all? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I know everything I've, as someone who's well, going to release more of your music and has already released some, it's it, by the time it gets to me, it's like, it's done. Here's an album. What yeah. do you think? It's not, you know. Yeah. I don't really like leaving the process to other people. Yeah. Bit of a control freak, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, uh, as a label head, I've worked both ways and it's, it really depends on the personality and process of the artist. They can both work, but it seems to work well with you to just, you have a very strong vision of, uh, what the finished piece of work is. 
So um, do either of you have solo or collaborative releases, projects, gigs coming up that you're, I'm never sure, I'm privy to a lot of information. I'm not sure what we can announce. I know you're both going to have pretty busy 2017s. Yes. <laughs> I've got a big um, solo album coming out in early February. So it's called um, Dripping Acid. It's a series of six 12 inches and also digital. So it's coming out as six separate 12 inches or it's all a big package? It's six separate 12 inches that come out simultaneously. So you can kind of pick and choose what you want. Okay, Or get all of them if you really want all of them. Or a super fan. Um, is that on your own label? It is, yeah. That's my label. It's called Globlay. Cool. Mm-hmm. And gigs? I mean, we have the Romans gigs this weekend. Uh, Flash in D.C., tomorrow night on Friday and then Saturday at the bunker as part of our 14 year anniversary with Servito, Plazleco, Patrick Russell, myself, Cudmore, and Tennis. Wrecked half these people are in the studio waving their hands right now. (laughs) Um, I know I'm comfortable talking about some of the upcoming bunker stuff. So we have this Cudmore 12 inch coming out and then Gunnar Haslam, 12-inch after that with, uh, I think, on the last show we played the Servido and Cudmore remix and on the show we played the original. Um, so lots of upcoming action on the bunker itself. Anything else we should mention while we're on, Mike? Uh, <laughs> what are you having for dinner, Brian? I was thinking maybe we should all go to Archie's. Hmm. I had pizza last night. Want to figure something else out? <laughs> tacos. Servito's giving the nod to Archie's. No, tacos. We had tacos for lunch. Hmm. Archie's last night and tacos for lunch. Okay, we're gonna have to. Twice this week. We're gonna have to think of a different plan of attack for dinner here. We could have a nice Roman pasta. Yeah, but uh, Plazleco will be arriving at JFK at 7:30. To just make our dinner plans on the air. This is really interesting to everybody. I'm sure. Um, so let's see, we have about 20 minutes left here. I'd like to play some more Romans tracks. We're hearing something from the album in the background right now. So if you know what this track is called? Aquila. Dang, he does know. He does know. He knows how to pronounce them as well. It's pronounced He's exactly. Achilia. <laughs> Achilia, Achilia. <laughs> um, I'm going to play for sure. I think next we'll hear Cyrene, which for me, and I think you guys both mentioned, was like a key track on the album. It's a long ambient cut. And then... Shout out to the SH-101. All right. Which will be... <laughs> it's actually not here today, but it will be present on Saturday. As well as an 808. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So everything, everything you heard in the studio today... Because it wasn't quite enough Roland gear, we're going to add an 808 and a 101 on Saturday. Uh, These guys are playing from 2 to 3 a.m. And um, yeah, thanks so much for coming on the show. Great set. Really looking forward to the live set at the anniversary on Saturday. And um, yeah, so I'm going to go into Cyrene, which is one of the tracks on the album, which again, you can purchase from our band camp record stores worldwide listen to for free all over the internet if that's your thing it's uh youtube yeah it's on youtube it's on the bunkers youtube 
It's on Spotify. It's everywhere. We released it. It's out there. It's out there. Okay, so this is get those torrents. Yeah, it's that that as well. The, Rus- <laughs> the Russian, the Rus- the infamous Russian torrent sites. <laughs> it's there. Uh, it's not on what CD though. It's gone. Uh, so this is Cyrene from Roman's album on the Bunker New York, and you're listening to the Bunker New York on RBMA Radio.
Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on RBMA Radio. This last track is Tin Man giving it to you from Acid Acid Triple LP released uh, quite a long time ago. <laughs> and uh, before that, we heard uh, the Patrick Russell remix of Romans on The Bunker New York. I think I still have a couple copies of that left on our Bandcamp if you want to order that. Not many, though. Thank you for listening. Uh, This has been The Bunker New York on RBMA Radio. We'll be back in two weeks.